Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's happening? I just got to say, uh, yeah, slow, slow down football. Week, week three is almost done with. No, it's going too fast. It's going too fast already. You know, I mean, at least we got the extra game this, you know, again this year. But uh, yeah, slow down. It's 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 OK. We, we don't want to see you go by that too fast. But uh, uh, interesting week of football. I look forward to uh, to dissecting the Sunday games. And uh, we'll talk about the Monday night game a little bit later, too. That's right. What's going on? Sex Panther. Yeah, this is a really interesting weekend. I think there was a lot of things we thought we knew on, on college football and the NFL. I, I got to rip up my sheet and, and start over because what I think I thought I knew, I'm not sure I know. And, and uh, yeah, I might just start over and start recalculating. I, I don't know what to make of this weekend. <laughs> is that a Yogi Berraism? I mean, like a Yogi Berra, Yogi Bear, one of the two? Yeah, it could, it could be. Yeah. You know, if, if if you're winning when you're losing and you're losing when you're winning, it could be a Yogi Bearism. Yogi Bear or Yogi Berra? Which one? Yogi Berra. Yogi oh, okay. Berra. Uh, it could uh, be a Yogi Bear, too. Hey, hey boo-boo. boo-boo. How about oh, we do boy. some uh, NFL recapping Yes, right let's now. do that before we, we go down go. that hole any further. Yeah. All right. Oh, Max's <laughs> NFL Week 3 touchdown. Point number one. Move over butt fumble. All hail the butt punt. <laughs> the worst punt attempted in the history of football the dolphins managed to overcome a butt punt and definitely not a concussion wink wink mm. not judge for tua beat the bills improved to three and zero this season bills had cut through opponents this season but stumbled against that dolphins defense Josh Allen had 400 yards, two TDs, but it was not enough to take down the Finns. Allen had a chance to get the Bills into field goal position, but Isaiah McKenzie ate up too much clock, leading to time expiring. Bills offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey decided that the butt punt would not be the only great gift to come from this game. His slamming of his headset, swiping of papers, while his other coaches looked on in shock will certainly lead to memes for years to come. Thank you. Mr. Dorsey. Point number two, Fields doesn't belong on a field. Yeah, the the, the Bears won. 
game-winning field goal yesterday. Fuck you, I got to push on that one. But <laughs> it was on the back of their defense that grabbed an INT from Davis Mills to set up that field goal. Justin Fields was 8 for 17 for 106 yards and two interceptions. This season, he has thrown for 121 yards, 70 yards, and 106. In his 14 games where he's attempted more than 10 passes, and I, and I say this because sometimes he only attempts like 13 passes a game, uh, he has eclipsed 200 yards just four times in those 14 games. Guys, how many times has he thrown under 100 yards in that time span? <laughs> four times. The Bears are five and nine in those games. So I think at this point, it's enough body of work to say that Fields is not suited to be a starter in this league. Point number three, Dan Campbell got it wrong. Mm. I, listen, I hit, on, I hit on the lines plus the points. I was tempted to money line them, and I'm glad I didn't. Detroit had Minnesota dead to rights, beat them for most of that fucking game. But Dan Campbell opted to attempt a 54 yarder while his team was up three. That's not playing to win. He had gone for it on fourth down six times that game. He had made it four out of those six times. So I would have been happier if he just went for it again and took the heat if it failed or just punt the ball because going for the field goal there, he says that he doesn't want to win. He, you know, he doesn't want that tie. He's confident in stopping an extra point if Minnesota scores a touchdown. He gave the Vikings great field position, and that secondary blew some fucking coverage that, that the Vikings just were wide fucking open. Jared Goff had another solid game, but listen, play to win the game, Campbell. That, that's what you got to do. Like, uh, going up six, yeah, okay, that says that, you, you know, you don't want them to kick a field goal, but they score a touchdown, you lose anyway. Play to win the game. Point number four, the enemy of good offense. Mahomes took the hit after the game. He, he said, he said the offense was on him. During the game, his heated exchange with off, his offensive coordinator kind of said something different. Chiefs lost their first game of the season to the Colts. Uh, won, uh, you, you know, Indy won their first game 20-17, to 17, beating KC. Matty Ice actually resembled an actual quarterback for the first time this season. His uh, late drive led to the Colts to a comeback win. But the storyline, the storyline is about Mahomes and Biennemi coexisting. Patrick's too nice to push Biennemi out the door, but hopefully Andy can read between the lines and get Biennemi out of there before it impacts Mahomes mm -hmm. any sooner. Arch, what do you think about that? I think that Biennemi's there until somebody a a higher than uh, Reed says he has to go. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Does not look good there. Uh, point number five, the Mac up plan. Patriots might need to think of their next quarterback as Mac Jones left yesterday's game. What looked like to be a significant leg injury, ankle injury, something like that. I think it's a high uh, ankle spring. Yeah. Okay. Well, then hopefully not too bad, but he, he looked in pain. He mm. looked in pain out there. Uh, Jones threw for 321 yards, three interceptions, no TDs. Pats lost to the Ravens 37-26 in Foxborough. Uh, Lamar uh, threw for 218 yards, four TDs, and an interception while also running for 107 yards and one TD, also known as the typical Lamar Jackson game. <laughs> uh, Patriots sit in last place in the AFC East. And your quarterback situation includes Brian Hoyer and a rookie from Western Kentucky. Bailey Zappi? Zapp? You guys know him? Bailey Zapp? Mm -mm. Those he, are their he options. He can sling it. Oh, really? Uh, all right. Well, listen. This could be the worst season for Belichick since he wore a Browns hoodie. Just saying. Point number six, the Bengals are back. The Bengals are back. They're going to go to win the Super Bowl, right? Right? Right. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not super convinced. But hey, listen, Joe Burrow <laughs> finally looked himself. 
275 yards, three touchdowns. Bengals down the Jets 27 to 12. Joe Flacco ended his miracle run with a two interception performance, cementing the return of Zach Wilson in week four. Bengals won the turnover battle four to one. Also had their best third down conversion rate of the season. That's important right there. They were not converting third downs. They finally did it. Again, probably too too early to crown the Bengals AFC champs, but the other AFC Kings, Kansas City Buffalo, they lost this week. Arch, is Cincinnati back? Uh, if the ball bounces miraculously their way every single time, they're back. They're Super Bowl bound. All right. Extra point here. We'll call this 26 points. That's what legendary quarterbacks Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers combined for in yesterday's game. And now, granted, they had no one to throw to. Uh, leading receivers in the game, Romeo Dubes and Russell Gage. We all saw that coming. <laughs> it's a far cry from Devontae Adams and Mike Evans. Devontae Adams, by the way, probably regrets leaving uh, Green Bay, right? Just saying. 0-3 Raiders. Mm. Uh, these two teams should be battling it out at the end of this year. But hopefully they can muster more than a combined 26 fucking points. I'm going for two here. Jaguars, best team in football. And that is Max's week Ooh. three touchdown. <laughs> Uh, Panthers points to ponder. Point number one, Bengals demise, grossly exaggerated. As Max mentioned, Burrow went for 275 and three touchdowns. But, but the biggest takeaway for me here was zero interceptions and only two sacks. Uh, two sacks for Joe Burrow. We'll call that a, a very, very good day. Point number two, same game. Jets went toe to toe with the, their opponent again, but again, struggle with turnovers and the ability to finish drives. The Jets turned the ball over four times and were 0-2 in the red zone, settling for four field goals. Given the success moving the ball, it seems likely Joe Flacco should retain the quarterback job even when Zach Wilson comes back. But they need to learn how to finish these drives. This Jets team isn't as bad as I think some of us maybe thought they were. I'm talking to me, Sex Panther. I thought the Jets (laughs) would be pretty bad. (laughs) Point number three, let me read out some stats for you guys. Team A had... 31 first downs. Team B had 15. Team A ran 90 offensive plays. Team B ran 39. Team A had 497 yards of total offense. Team B had 212. Time of possession for Team A was just over 40 minutes. Team B had it for 19 minutes and 20 seconds. Final score, Team A, 19. (laughs) Team B, 21. I'm going to have to go watch this game because I don't know what the fuck just happened. I know there was a butt fumble or a butt punt. Excuse me. Butt punt. Don't screw Sorry, Mark Sanchez. I know you're owning that. Uh, but how the hell? Art, we'll talk about this afterwards because you, you have a theory here uh, that we talked about before Max showed up. It might be something to it, but this is the second week where Miami's found a way to win a game that they probably should have lost. That's a sign of a good team and maybe some good coaching. Tua was efficient, if not spectacular. But this Dolphins team keeps finding ways to win. Uh, I do like this team. Uh, Point number four, Max mentioned it, the two-point conversion. Jaguars put on a fucking clinic, man. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence was fantastic, going 28 for 39, 262, three tutties, no picks, and no sacks. Complimented by James Robinson and Trevor Etienne, they got 150 yards on the ground, keeping this Jacksonville Jaguar team pretty balanced, which is exactly my complaint about the Chargers. Austin Eckler is one of the top running backs in football, and he only gets four rushing attempts. Four. I, I, 
I'm sorry, you were not game planned out of that that early in the game. This team is capable of throwing 45 times a game. You know, Herbert's very capable of that, but that's not a recipe for success. And again, I got to kind of call myself out here. Jacksonville is not near as bad as I thought. And sadly, I don't think the Chargers were near as good as I thought. Point number five. Once again, Lamar Jackson does it all for the Ravens, accounting for the 325 total yards and five touchdowns. Jackson has put himself squarely in the MVP conversation, and he's going to have to do it. He's going to keep doing that to bail out this Raven defense, which was, again, a shit show. Giving up another 440 yards for the third straight week. If not for the Patriots' uh, own defensive liabilities and four costly turnovers, this might have been a different outcome. As it stands, it seems the Ravens' offense just needs to outscore the Ravens' defense. If this Ravens' defense ever gets correct, look out for Baltimore. Point number six, is the Carson Wentz hype show over? Asking for a friend. The Eagles <laughs> made Washington's offense look completely inept as the Potato Skins only managed 240 total yards. Jalen Hurts, on the other hand, was all, wasn't all that efficient, but he was explosive with several big plays and totaling 360 yards and three touchdowns. The Eagles really do look like the team to beat in the NFC, and those are Panthers' points to ponder. They may be the so team just, to oh, – go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, yeah. Oh, I'll say they might be the team to beat in the NFL right now. Jesus, yeah, they look right. good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's just to piggyback off that. When I said the Jaguars the best team in football, I, I was joking, of course. I do think the, the Eagles probably the best team in football. But I, I do love the Jaguars. The only point I wanted to make, too, is Doug Peterson, through three games, has uh, the same amount of wins as Urban Meyer did through uh, all of his uh, <laughs> tenure. Just saying. <laughs> Who's the winningest coach in Jacksonville Jaguar history? Because we might be looking at him right now. It, it, it's close. It is close. <laughs> I think. I think uh, Doug Peterson. Uh, who was the guy that was? Uh, he came from Buffalo. He was probably the guy that, mm. that had the most success with. Uh, uh, do you remember his name? Ah, oh, shit. No, I don't. I'm, I'm going to look that up. Uh, McDermott was it? Uh, no, uh, Coughlin never coached. Coughlin was the GM of. Uh, well, no, he did. He coach. He coached before he the Giants, coach. right? No, he he coached there before he went to the Giants, right? He was like an early guy. I yeah. think it's McDermott. Oh. Okay, I'm I'm gonna look this up. All right, All right. You, you, what 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 do you think of this week, Arch? Oh, I I think the big question to me. Well, first off, the Buffalo Miami game was a classic classic game. Man, Miami is acclimated to the heat, and Buffalo clearly is not. What did they lose? Like four or five guys to heat injuries in that game. I mean, you looked at Josh; he looked completely gassed. I saw him throw a few passes, totally flat footed, like they had nothing left in the tank. Miami and with that heat and this team. Ooh, they might have a significant home field advantage. But really, the question I had now is the much-touted AFC West, most competitive league or division in football, the toughest division of football. Is anybody afraid of any of these teams in the AFC West anymore? No. Ah, no. I mean, the Broncos look like shit, and they won. The Raiders are shit, and they lost again. (laughs) The Chargers uh, could, if it wasn't for the Raiders, could very well be 0-3. And the Chiefs, I mean, maybe it was just a matchup thing. I, I'm not too worried about the Chiefs, but the other three definitely have issues. Mm. Yeah, the Niners and uh, Broncos got outscored by the Mariners and Royals. God, was that a <laughs> shit show. So, some shitty fucking games, yeah. I mean, that, that, that Denver, um, Denver, San Francisco, the Tampa Horrible. Bay, Green Bay, man, oof. Mm. Uh, it's making me really look forward to this Monday night game, by the way. Um, 
By the way, uh, Nardog uh, mentioned it in the chat, but I, I did look it up. Tom Coughlin uh, from 95 to 2002 got 68 wins, Ooh. 60 losses. So his, his 531 winning percentage is, uh, you know, dot, dot, dot. Currently the best. Doug Peterson actually is the best with the yeah. six, you know, three, but two and one record. But I digress. He's got he's got the most wins tied with Jack Del Rio. Oh, right, right. Who also has 68 wins between 2003, 2011. Uh, but his win percentage is 489. So Tom Coughlin, right now, the best uh, coach in Jaguars history, that's for sure. Um, I was thinking of Doug Marone. He was the one that got them to the uh, AFC uh, championship game that, mm. in 2017. Uh, but he only has 23 wins, 43 losses. So oh. not, a, not not good for Doug Marone. Uh, but Urban Meyer, 2-11 <laughs> in 13 games. So it took Doug Peterson <laughs> three fucking games <laughs> to win two two wins. And Urban Meyer, 13 to win two. So I'm just saying... Jesus Christ, Daryl Bevel, who played uh, coach four games, already had half that amount. He had one win out of out of that. He, he half uh, Urban Meyer there. So, uh, uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, ready for a break? Yeah, let's take a break. It's going to be interesting to see the power rankings, though, after all this. Uh, all these uh, deck chairs got rearranged. Uh, just just take a, a deck of cards, shuffle them up, and then just fucking throw them into the air and, and pick them up, and that's that's how the power rankings are probably going to be this week. Get a blender, throw all the fucking teams in a blender, mix them around, and, and spit them out. Uh, Jaguars number one. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the book club. I had the Jaguars in my top. Did I have the Jaguars in my top ten last week? I'll have to take a look. I'm going to go check that, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the book club. That is how these fine gentlemen, I use that word, loosely uh are listening live to the show right now d willow 15 who's your daddy iceberg nardog ramon and will 412 listening live right now in the book club how can you get access to the book club well it is quite easy you go to thedgens.net. you can get a free trial for three days only three days if you try to get back in after three days there will be consequences so after your three days if you want to join us you pay the 25 dollars a month at our patreon right now it's only 25 dollars a month that price will go up lock in the 25 dollar rate and you two can book it over to the book club you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. All right, I alluded to this. So it's going to be a barn burner, high-scoring affair. Um, Dallas and Giants. Listen, the Giants look to be 
after this week, one of three undefeated teams in the NFL. Oh, boy. Joining the Dolphins and the Eagles. Just just like we drew it up. We all predicted that. Listen, uh, they have a decent shot at this. Cooper Rush kind of got his adrenaline boost win last week. And now the harsh realities of Q being Dallas will come into clearer view. Having Mike McCarthy as your head coach. Uh, going to be on, on the road in hostile territory playing a Giants team that does not look like absolute garbage. Brian Dabble has this team playing with some competitive edge. It doesn't mean that they're a good team. Not a good team, but competitive. They dug out of that deficit uh, against the Titans in week one. They won their home opener last week against the Panthers. They did so while averaging 20 points per game, and and their average margin of victory is two. But there's some positives. Listen, the Giants are ninth in time of possession. I love time of possession as, as a key metric. They're ninth right now. Third in rushing yards per game, and they have a positive turnover ratio. Where they suffer, no shock there, Passing game and penalties. They're only ahead of the Bears in passing yards per game. And they're ranked 21st in penalty yards per game. The passing part is definitely a concern in this day and age of the NFL. And it kind of puts further question marks on the future of Daniel Jones. But we just saw Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, and Baker Mayfield lead their teams to wins by throwing for under 200 yards this past week. So if the Giants can be more disciplined with their penalties... Maybe the the lack of passing can be balanced out by that really solid rushing game. Still, I I ran the numbers. I spit it out. I have the Giants coming up short of winning this game and their favorites. Minus one is what I saw the Giants. Mm -hmm. So with that, I I can't trust Dallas here. So I'm only going to lean the Cowboys. Maybe the Giants can show up on on Monday Night Football and and put up more uh, points than uh, what was it? 11 from the Broncos (laughs) yesterday. So maybe maybe they can uh, show up on the big spotlight. But uh yeah, I'm going to lean the Cowboys getting a point. Yeah, the Cowboys beat the Bengals last week, and, and that's what it shows at, at the end result. But it was really the Bengals beating themselves. I, I don't think the Cowboys have looked very good so far this season. Granted, no Dak Prescott for at least a couple more games. But Cooper Rush was efficient. And he, he's going to have to be because right now the Cowboys cannot run the ball. Ezekiel Elliott has been completely inefficient, and they're using Tony Pollard as more of a pass-catching running back. The Giants, on the other hand, have won close games. They're learning how to win. Barkley and, to some extent, Daniel Jones' legs gives them some balance with that rushing attack. Rushing attack. I don't think people realize how good Daniel Jones is at running the ball, probably better at running the ball than he really is at passing the ball. Uh, I don't expect this to be a high-scoring game. Neither one of these offenses have looked that great so far. But I'm trying to learn to take what Vegas tells me, and I feel like Vegas is telling me to take the Giants. So I'm going to lay the one point and put a one-unit dollar, uh, oh. one-unit bet on the New York Giants. All right, got you in. Uh, this is not a game I can bet. I really wanted to bet it, but I, I can't. I can't make the numbers work for me. I'm leaning Dallas here, plus the point. Uh, I know <laughs> I don't want to bet on McCarthy. The, the full stop. I don't want to do it. That might be part of my hesitation. So it's just a lean for me. And I think I think Daniel Jones is just kind of running out the string, don't you? I mean, yes. I don't think yes. Dabble wants him as his guy. No. Not at all. Not at all. And I, I think, uh, um, did, did you hear the rumblings of OBJ coming back to the Giants? Mm-mm. There's been conversations. OBJ is really interested in coming to the Giants. The only caveat is he doesn't want Daniel Jones as the quarterback. No. Oh. That's what oh, uh, wow. he's, he's point blank said. 
if I come back, I don't want Daniel Jones as my quarterback. So, so, so the worst thing that can happen is Daniel Jones and the Giants continue to win. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, by the way, I you know I look. Uh, um, of course, Sean McDermott is the coach of the Bills right now. Yes, Doug Marone was uh, on the Bills staff. He went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Doug McDermott though is an NBA basketball player. So uh, when I said Doug McDermott before, I was completely fucking wrong. So uh, oh. thank you. Thank you. Thank you, chat, for listening and, and, and correcting me. This is the power of the live audience listening <laughs> and, 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 and can Google search for me and, and let me know where I'm right and wrong. Um, yeah, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if the Giants can start 3-0. I mean, you look at the statistics of teams that start 3-0 and making the playoffs, and I think the Giants will be one of those teams that shatter those. Right? They, they could start 3-0 and still miss the playoffs. Are they the Carolina I, Panthers I, yeah. this year? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or, uh, you know, well, Arizona made the playoffs last year, but Arizona, did they start off like eight and or something. Yeah. And, what, and the Panthers were six and oh, I want to say five and oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I think that's the Giants going to be that this year. They're, they're probably going to they're probably going to win. But I can't. How can you bet that game? Man. That's a true degenerate right there. You are a true degenerate. <laughs> you were giving you were giving the fucking listeners degeneracy right fucking there. I feel like I'm chasing losses. <laughs> The last couple of weeks have not been that great for me. <laughs> oh, God damn. Uh, all right. Moving on to baseball. Um, I only got one. Oh, guys, we're probably all in the same game. Baltimore, Boston. Highly, highly unlikely. No. Baltimore, not Baltimore, Boston. Okay. No. no. Wow. Okay. Uh, Orioles more than likely going to miss out on the playoffs, but they ha- still have a chance to finish over 500, which is a hell of a lot better than most people, including myself thought of this team uh not been playing their best baseball as of late however they still managed to take two games from the astros and kept the other two really close red sox just got swept by the yankees four games they've now lost five games in a row uh connor seabold gonna get the start today he's not had a good start to his red sox career facing off against jordan lyles who's had an up and down season but he's coming off of a complete game just five days ago pitched really stellar orioles have the pitching advantage offense has been much better than the red sox lately Getting a plus line. Still getting a plus line? Plus 110? Can I still get plus 110? Uh, plus uh, 111. All right. That's my bet. $10 oh. on the Baltimore Orioles. Plus 113. All right. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, there you go. 114. 114. 114. There's a 114. Look at that. 114. Look at that. 114. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, leaning Baltimore. I think uh, the Red Sox are at a disadvantage playing the late game last night, even though it only went six innings. But uh, pitching advantage, I think even hitting advantage. It's towards Baltimore, so it's just not the thing that threw me off was the fact that the Red Sox were favored. I, I didn't like that, so uh, just a lean on the Orioles. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Red Sox here ever so slightly, just barely. I who knows? They've been they've officially now been eliminated from playoff contention. They have no chance. So who knows what that does to their their mindset? Just going to lean the Red Sox ever so slightly. Yeah, Panther, you got some agreement from Iceberg. He says, "Why the why are they getting a plus line?" So yeah. Big question mark there, but hey, listen, Vegas gift, right, Panther? That happens. Hey, <laughs> they happen. Right, right. Where are you at, Panther? Where are you at today? Uh, I'm in Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, coming to town. Chase Anderson. He's he's been around the league for a while, but uh, he's pulling his best Patrick Corbin impersonation, sporting a 5.21 ERA. He's not really part of the Reds' pitching future. But the opponent is Rowanzi Contreras, who is part of well. 
you know, the pirate's immediate future, then he'll eventually be like an angel or a Yankee or somebody else. But this kid can pitch. He can strike out a lot. And the Reds can strike out a lot. So minus 140, chalky as hell. But I think the pirates are the play today. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on Pittsburgh. Holy shit, you zigged when I thought you were going to zag. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to be on the Reds with that plus line, but totally agree here. I couldn't quite get to eat that chalk here, but man, ah, it seems like the sportsbooks want you to bet the Cincinnati Reds right now. It seems like the sportsbooks are trying to say, please bet on the Reds. We're going to make this worse for the Pirates. A fucking minus 154 at some goddamn books on the goddamn Pirates. The Pirates have a worse record than the Reds. <laughs> I I think that the Pirates probably the play here. A lean on Pittsburgh. Well, they laid out the bait, and I am jumping into this trap. I like the Reds today at that plus one thirty six. Are you kidding me? Uh, these teams are not that far apart. I I I can't fathom betting Pittsburgh minus one forty five here. So give me the uh, Cincinnati Reds for fifteen bucks. That is the only game I'm betting. Me too. I mean, I was almost going to bet the Nationals, but you know. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I mean, yeah. It's, I don't. Plus two thirty though. If you that's get the plus tempting. That's that, that, that is tempting. Yeah. That's a, man. Like the, the Braves and the Mets are in such a fucking dogfight right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if this, this if this was in Atlanta, I'd almost say that you'd be better off with the Nationals. But it's at home. <laughs> we know right, what the right, Nationals right, right, do right. at home. Uh, how about the Yankees Toronto game? That's that's a weird one. So Almost I, tempted to take the Yankees plus 106 there. Yeah, but I do think Toronto's going to win, it, though. That was Me the, too. You know. I have Toronto winning, but like plus 106 on the Yankees right now. That's tempting. And the Yankees are red hot right now. They're, what, a five, six-game winning streak? Yeah, well, they, they played four games in a row against Boston. So let's temper those expectations there. They are 8-2 and two in their last 10. So they are. All right. They got the ship kind of turned around. A little bit. Yeah, much better. As, much better, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're Mets, Mets well. like. Yeah, <laughs> which means don't play the pirates, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Iceberg saying tons of BS today. Don't totally agree. Tons of BS today in baseball. Yeah. Not a lot. Uh, who's pitching the Yankees game? I believe it's Severino. It's Severino, it's Severino yeah. Gossman, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So that's who's pitching there. Uh, not a not a lot of uh comments here it's uh, monday vivid, morning uh, yeah, Nar- yeah. nog dog saying a vivid memories of coughlin and mark Brunel knocking my broncos out of the playoffs oh yeah that's right fucking mark Brunel. well i love me some mark Brunel. that's right uh it's iceberg saying cowboy's gonna win um let's see uh ramon saying he's going with the the little giants not, not yeah, the, the the movie the little giants uh oh. ramon saying raiders are out of the playoffs already <laughs> <laughs> Arch, your under looks Could really be. fucking good right now, by the way. Oh, God, I hated that team coming into the season. I hated you them. You certainly did. And you look like a genius with them right now because here's me saying, ah, Derek Carr MVP, Derek Carr going to lead the league in uh, passing yards, uh, Raiders going to possibly win the West, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, and fucking three. Are they the only winless team? Only in winless team. Get the fuck well, out no, of no, here. No, the fuck, uh, they're not the only winless team. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So they're only 0-3 team 0 because 3. Houston, yeah. Houston has not won, but they right. have a tie. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Even the fucking Falcons won yesterday, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, but on, the, on know, the flip side, you'll recall, just to, I, I did think the Bears are going to be the worst team in the, in the NFL, and that is... 2-1? 2-1? Uh, holy shit. Behind the mighty arm of Justin Fields. If Justin Fields was playing backup for Trey Lance, people would be celebrating how awesome he looks right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, those, those unders on the bad teams are looking really bad right now. Because the Falcons have heck one two, Jacksonville's one two, uh, the the Bears have won two, and the Jets, even though they have one two, have looked really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, some more some more comments. Um, Nardog saying he was sipping the AFC West Kool Aid too. Hujadari saying he was hoping for the Houston Chicago tie yesterday. Me too, because I bet Houston <laughs> got a fucking push there. Uh, Iceberg took the Falcons yesterday. Ramon saying y'all think Geno Smith is a joke. Never liked him. Only in a Jets uniform. I don't think he's a joke, but I mean, it seems like uh, that was a bad uh, arrangement for everyone. Russell should have probably just stayed on Seattle because not working out in Denver right now. That's coaching, right? We're gonna put this on coaching. There's no reason that team should be this bad. I mean, because the freedom that fucking Pete Garrell gave him was was tremendous, right? The the fucking re, uh, the cooking ability in in Seattle was amazing, and you know, how about how about having fucking Metcalf and uh, Lockett? How about how about that in Seattle? We'll just say that. But uh, listen, you know, um, Denver uh, Denver not out of it, right? Uh, they're what? They're two and one. They're two and one, tied for first with Kansas City. There you go. I mean, but but Russell, the, the everything just. Does not look good. I mean, uh, maybe they have the elite defense. I don't know. Uh, that's it. You said that's it. So I said that's it. it. I th- oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> let's anything about our picture picks. Anyone speaks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute, no matter where you listen to that. Please, highest rank, kind of subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Uh, lock me in with the Orioles. Lock you in with Baltimore. Arch, who you like? <laughs> one bet today, Panther. I've only got one bet on the board. The Cincinnati Reds. That's not like you to, you know, fade something on the board. Uh, okay, so you took the Reds, you faded my Pirates, so that leaves me with the uh, Little Giants. So, so we got Baltimore, Cincinnati, and the Giants. That is your don't degenerate like, parlay. Don't, don't like our chances, people. Sorry. I really don't. <laughs> not looking good. Not I, looking and, good. And, I'd, I'd avoid and, this parlay, people. And I don't like your chances of fading it either, because one or two of these will probably hit. Uh, before we get out of here... We got another new subscriber, Keelshawn. I wonder if he's in relation to Keyshawn. But Keelshawn joined the book club. So welcome, Keyshawn, to the Degeneracy. And uh, listen, you guys could be like Keelshawn by getting in the book club and shooting shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you did, what you're doing tonight. I'm, I'm forward thinking about what I'm going to say because fucking Irish are back, baby. Let's make some money, fools. (laughs) Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. 
Granger, for the ones who get it done.